0: We are 14 feet apart, let's, let's call it 15 feet. And I hit a ball at you that's 25 miles an hour. But if you take a sport like baseball, where you got 60 feet, six inches of reaction time, so that's four times the, the, the reaction space that we have for the pickleball. Now you times that 25 miles an hour by yeah. ball, you're at a you're at the equivalent of 100 mile an hour.
1: Basketball. That is a great analysis. Well, welcome back to the future of pickleball. Got a wonderful guest today. Guy that's been very, very involved in pickleball, but real interestingly comes from a baseball background. We're going to have a chance to talk to Chad Edwards. Welcome. Welcome to the future of pickleball. Um, very interesting guy. So, uh, Chad is involved. He is a, uh, one of the owners of the Peak Performance Academy, along with his wife, Simone Jardim. They're very involved in, in so- South Florida teaching coaching programs. He is involved in broadcasting and does a lot of analysis. Uh, Chad really came to my particular attention through his broadcasting uh this guy knows the game he knows how players move he knows he understands the nuance and sophistication of it and he's really really fun to listen to um one of the things that i would like to start with is tell me a little bit about your i know you played d1 uh, baseball you were recruited by the seattle mariners guide me a little bit. That's a pretty impressive background in
0: baseball. Yeah, so uh, I grew up in Australia. Uh, Baseball at the time was kind of ebbing and flowing, and it's continued over the years, but uh, I actually got offered a contract when I was 16 from the Seattle Mariners. I was still in high school. Um, About three of us got offered those contracts. I decided to turn it down uh, at the advice of my parents to say, hey, finish school, go to college, get a degree, Um, and in the middle of uh, my playing time at Fresno State, uh, out here in California, uh, I blew my shoulder out. So at the time the Rangers were going to draft me, uh, I was talking to the Yankees and the, and the A's, and my velocity dropped off. So I had shoulder surgery, and that's when I actually started uh, getting into more, more coaching. Uh, when I was rehabbing, I was doing video for the team, uh, I was doing video analysis, I was breaking it all down, cutting clips, setting it up for the coaches, um, to look at in the morning so once i came back uh, the shoulder still wasn't there i transitioned into into the coaching side of things and i would work with kids from 16 to 20. Um, coached division one baseball for a couple of years and we moved around I ran a baseball academy and and then in 2015 we were introduced to pickleball and then we switched from the coaching side of, of baseball to the coaching side of pickleball.
1: Very cool. And I'm going to want to come back to that a little bit. But before I come back to your introduction into pickleball, I would like to talk a little bit about what you do and Simone with the Peak Pickleball Academy.
0: Yeah, so we started um, well in 2016 after the first US Open in Naples. Uh, we were in Michigan. It was 5 degrees. And we decided, hey, let's go <laughs> Let's go down to Naples playing this tournament. Uh, I made it down there the very last day after everything was done but we decided to stick around for a few days and check out some stuff. Very nice. Five days later we went back, quit our jobs, put our house on the market, uh, sold our house, packed up the kids and moved down. In the process of moving down we are like, hey what are we going to do in Naples, we're just coming down for the weather and we decided on a pickleball academy. Everybody was like, you're crazy. It's not going to work, and this is this is back in 2016. It's not going to work. Pickleball is a fad. It's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> uh, and we just told people, we're like, hey, you know, you don't know us. Uh, we're going to make it work. And, and we started off as the U.S. Open Pickleball Academy uh, with uh, Terry Graham and, and Chris Avon. And in 2018, um, they were focusing more on the tournament side. So we. Uh, separated off and started Peak Performance Pickleball Academy. At that time we probably had about 2,000 clients that had come through uh, in two years so it, it had already... was rolling. You know, we, hit, we hit the ground running. It started off with four then it went to 16, 32 and each time it just kept doubling and doubling and doubling. Um, today we've got seven instructors that work for us. Uh, I'm the sports director at Fifty-five and over communities. I've got two two of them in uh, in Southwest Florida right now, so everybody is introducing pickleball into it. So I've got pickleball instructors in those communities. Um, obviously, we do we do camps uh, with Simone as the as the lead instructor, and and everything's focused around anybody that works for us. They all come through the same philosophy, uh, so there's uniformity be- between everything, and um, you know we're just we're. We're fortunate that that pickleball has given us a, a very good life, but we do it also because we see the enjoyment out of out of people as they continue to get better and sure. and fall in love with this game even more.
1: Yeah, you know, one of the, one of the things we're we're sitting here in 2020 at U.S. Nationals, the sport's exploding. The whole world now knows that. Yeah. What do you see beginning to happen, or do you see anything that'll begin to come up in the next couple of years in the coaching, training, as players are coming into the sport, how do you see that going forward?
0: You know, already from when we started on the instruction side in 2016 to 2022 now, in, in six years, we're, we were building a base in 2016. Now we still teach some of that base, but the game is, is ever evolving. you know we sit down and we talk every week and we've, we figure out new programming and, and, and you know new practices and, and part of broadcasting it's great for me as well because I get to sit there and analyze the game and talk about it and I'm seeing what's being introduced. The paddles in 2016 compared to 2022, huge difference mm-hmm. right? You couldn't hit the spin you didn't have the speed ups so it was a much slower game and it was a slow game by choice, because when you tried to speed something up, it wasn't, it wasn't there. I think now there's this big infusion of power into the game because the paddle technology has allowed us to do it. You still need to have the ability to change speeds. You have to go hard, you have to speed it up, but you also have to slow it down. Pickleball is that, that strategy, chess move, boom, boom, boom. Now I have my opportunity to attack and go. So I think we're going to continue seeing a faster-paced pickable as we keep growing. And we're, like I said, we're still in the... It's, even though the sport's been around for so long, we're still somewhat in the infancy stage of, sure. of the growth. And we're seeing an influx day after day. Um, I mean, you can't beat a facility like this. <laughs> um, to think of, of where this sport has come in such a sh- short time as far as capturing the attention of everybody. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's going to continue to grow, and you're going to see younger players coming into it, and that's where the power, the speed, the spin is all going to influence this game.
1: Cool you know what i want i think this is a beautiful time to segue into an important question that i've got for you from having the ex- extensive pay, uh, baseball background that you do and evolving into coaching and training in that are there similarities or comparisons between the athletes or the skill sets what do you find that way yeah
0: the the overall athleticism is is a huge part of it now especially with the speed coming into it but so a a transition for me from from baseball to pickleball was reaction speed anticipation reading somebody's body reading their paddle uh, reading the angle that they're going to a ball it's it's similar to uh, as a baseball hitter trying to pick up rotation on a ball trying to pick up finger movement finger placement on a ball so what a lot of uh, amateur players don't don't recognize is the pros are two shots ahead. They've drilled it, they practice it, they've done it all. They know the options off of a ball that they've hit, and now they're not watching the ball anymore. They're watching the body. They're watching the feet. They're watching the hand. They're watching the take back, how fast the acceleration is coming. So they're already in an anticipation mode of, yo, I'm. 80% right on here, they might catch me on the 20% over there, but I'm going higher percentages there. Sure. So it's it's the same um, across just about every professional sport and athletics in itself. You know, there's, there's tendencies, uh, there's, there's positioning, and you're reading so much more than what the actual play is. Sure, yeah, very cool.
1: Yeah, one of the things that I've enjoyed asking a lot of the high-profile instructors, coaches, trainers that I do on this show, what would you be looking for in the next young man or woman that was coming in? Is there a body type? Is there a, a physique? Is there a is there a secret sauce for pickleball?
0: Uh, hot plays a big advantage uh, in pickleball, uh, whether it's it's male or female. Uh, but overall, just that that raw athleticism Like you take anna lee waters for example she has been playing for i think the first time i saw her play was 2017 18 maybe four or five years uh played against her and even at 12 13 it was like okay she's an athlete yeah and then once you have that athleticism in there then it's developing it and she trains extremely hard she is on top of her game. She's got a full team behind her now, and that's where pickleball is transitioning. So I think the next, you know, as, as this infusion of, of younger players come into it, um, you, you see a common trend as far as physique, body type, um, athleticism. So pickleball has the ability of, you can transition over from one sport to another. Obviously tennis players, have more of an advantage sure. because they've already got uh, the stroke technique down, they've got the consistency, they're already looking for something similar similar to pickleball so I think a lot of the uh, the younger players coming over from tennis are gonna make an impact but I also think as we continue to grow and the, the uh, junior programs and stuff can continue to grow you're gonna see more kids picking up pickleball uh, where it used to be they'd pick up tennis now. It's kind of like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna take out pickleball, and and we're seeing it a little bit Already now. Yeah, it's interesting there are, there's a there's a, a, a real
1: youth wave that we're trying to set up with AAU that's been yes. very involved in all the other youth sports and trying to yeah. find a way to get kids to understand the Opportunity and the fun that there is to have in this in this game and um, you know something that that I, I i like talking to people particularly from the broadcast booth is you you guys have seen there's been a tremendous evolution in the quality of production that's yes. happened oh, yeah, yeah in a short term when you look at what's happening do you see anything new or different coming that we haven't seen yet or do you hear about any strategies that way
0: yeah so a production company like like boxcar that's that's doing it here at, at nationals uh it seems like Every tournament that I do commentary with them, they're introducing a, a new camera angle. Uh, they're almost dialed in on their their replays. So that is a, a, a big part of it. The, the replays, the challenges, um, having cameras down the baseline and down the sideline to, to catch all of that. I think something that's potentially, and, and people have talked about it for, uh, a long time. You know, the, the video replay for the challenge has, has helped, but something uh, similar to tennis with the, with the automated out calls. Um, is it able to do it in pickleball? That question always comes, well the pickleball doesn't compress as much as a tennis ball, so you can see uh, that, that mark on, on eagle eye, hawkeye. Um, I think that's the next progression. We, a few tournaments have tried line judges, and it's difficult because you get obstructed views on such a small sure. small court. Uh, so I, there's, there's gonna be a, a lot more coming in from the production side of it as, as far as, um, they're, they're still tweaking and figuring out what the best camera angle is, what the best view is. Uh, a lot of the times, like a, a kitchen cam, because there's such a, a limited space Um, having the ability to go up a little bit higher, show that side-on angle. Uh, Obviously the the preferred view for most viewers is from the baseline, you can see see the whole court, but it's still just trying to figure out which angles work best and and what overall is is best for for the viewer. Uh, I was talking to Kyle from Boxcar and he's like, Hey, I got something really cool that's coming into it, I can't tell you yet. Well like just, just give us a little bit. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll tell you once it's revealed. Yes. So, yeah. So uh yeah, the, pr- the the production side of it is going and a lot of a lot of people are, are kind of like, well, you know, why can't we just keep it on YouTube? Why do you go to ESPN Plus? Or so why do you go to CBS Sports? And um yes it, it it kind of sucks for the viewer that they're not getting full access, but the way to get it into uh, mainstream whether it's ESPN, ESPN2, uh, is you've got to go through those smaller channels first. And once they see the growth and they see the viewership, then they're going to slide it over.
1: And now are you seeing from uh, are, uh, from Boxcar and what you're involved with broadcasting, are you seeing the growth that's necessary in Pickleball to continue uh, escalating its position in espn
0: uh, it's getting there. It's getting there. The, the uphill battle is that pickleball doesn't translate as well to TV or streaming as uh, some of the other the other sports. You know, I'll take ice hockey for example. When it first went on on TV, people were like, "Oh my gosh, this is slow. What's going on? I can't follow the puck." Uh, but then you go and watch it in in live, and it's like, "Oh my gosh, this is so much faster." Certainly. And that's kind of an uphill battle for, for pickleball, is that it is so much faster live than what it looks like there. So it's, again, it's finding the angles that are going to portray just how fast the game is and how difficult the game is. A lot of people will scroll through and they'll watch it and they're like, oh, I could beat those guys. <laughs> yeah, we like that. Yeah, it's like you see you see that ball come in, they're like, oh, they're not hitting it hard. Yeah. But I think I, I made a, a, a reference um, the other night here. So let's say, you and I are up at the kitchen line. We are 14 feet apart, let's, let's call it 15 feet. And I hit a ball at you that's 25 miles an hour. Okay, 25 miles an hour is not that much. But if you take a sport like baseball, where you got 60 feet, six inches of reaction time, so that's four times the, the, the reaction space that we have for pickleball. Now you times that 25 miles an hour by four, you're at, a, you're at the equivalent of 100 mile an hour. That balls. is a great analysis. That's so reaction time is, even though the ball is coming off slower, reaction time is very similar. Yeah. So and that's what a lot of people don't don't yeah. realize.
1: That's a that actually that's one of the best examples I've ever heard of, of getting somebody to understand what that quickness is. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. I'm not a pro, but boy, I'm sure but, I had and, ball's and coming. It's, and
0: it's 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 split second, and, right. and sometimes those balls are. are Coming faster than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with let's say with baseball, you gotta you got a pitcher throwing it at you, and he's got a consistent arm slot, All right? So I know when he's going through his motion, I'm looking here, and what I do is as he's about to throw, I've got my focus point, I slide there, and I pick up a positioning. With pickleball. It could be here, it could be here, it could be at your shoelaces, it could be anything. So all yeah. of a sudden the ball's picked up from the shoelaces and it's coming up, yeah. you've got that split, split reaction time. Yeah. That's a, yeah, so. that,
1: that's, that's why you get the big bucks, buddy, because <laughs> that, no, that's a terrific analysis. Have you, um, or are you doing any, any uh, uh, training or coaching or mentoring with any of the pro players yourself yet?
0: Um, I have a, a couple of pros that have approached me uh, about, you whether it's at a tournament or whether it's it's outside, uh, about doing some coaching. Uh, just from what I see, the analysis that I see, and I have the the best view in the house most of the time, and, and I have, I get the opportunity to see the whole court and see tendencies and and. Uh, positioning and and you know sometimes deficiencies in a, in a player so uh, right now I've got a couple of guys that, or a couple of guys and girls that um, I'll discuss things with in the middle of a tournament and, and go through it and hopefully uh, as we progress it'll be we'll be in a position where these players can kind of have coaches more uh, similar to you know tennis or, or, or anything where they've got their their private coaches. Right now it's a lot of the pros are um, practicing and drilling with each other and then it's kind of like hey, you know, I see this and then all of a sudden you go to a tournament and you're playing against that person that you've done. Yeah. You already know the tendencies you yeah. you you know all that. So it's that's difficult to to do.
1: So now where this is really the perfect segue where you're we're talking about the game, the expansion of the game, the future of the game. When when players are starting to come in now, let's say somebody's coming in at this point yeah. who comes from an elite sports background, what do you think is gonna be the track that they they come in? Wh- will they start with the, uh, with the uh, uh, youth tournaments? Will they play some of the minor league events?
0: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just it, it depends on the age. If it, it's, let's take Sam Query, for example. Okay, very accomplished in the tennis world. Everything else like that, he made a made a statement that he'll be top top ten, top five within three months. Um, do I think he's going to be able to do that? Maybe. Do I think that eventually he will be able to? Yes. But there's a there's a big transition as far as movement and changing up stroke. Length and and patterns from from tennis uh, a lot of people will say oh well They're just pickleball players. I'm an I'm a tennis player Yeah, there's a learning curve yeah. and There's so much more that goes into pickleball than what actually looks for so I think as The the game continues to grow uh, as we get that influx in you'll see more and more um Private coaching, and if it's a junior, if the if the ability is there for larger junior tournaments, then they're going to go through that junior program. We're, yeah. we're seeing some with with next gen, with with APP, uh, and and the PPA was who is, was who is doing some stuff with the with the juniors as well. And I think that's where the younger pros that we're seeing now, they were starting in those junior stuff, and then also playing against the the adults. I mean, we had Leo Chung out here who was eleven years old won 19 plus doubles, uh, singles yesterday. Isn't that amazing? And I've seen, I've seen Leo uh, out on the courts since he was eight, nine, eight, because uh, my son's around the the, the same age. And, yeah. And he's he's locked in. He's he's going through and everything. My son gets out and, and hits uh, every day, and but he doesn't have the he doesn't have the full drive yet. And I think that's a big part of it when you ask about who's going to excel at this, you have, to, you have to have the drive, you have to have the ambition. It's one thing to have skill and raw talent, but if you just go out now and expect to, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm athletic and I've got raw talent, you're still going to get, get beaten. Because the days have changed, whereas six years ago on the pro side, uh, the pros would teach for five days and then or, or four days and then they would go and play in a tournament friday saturday sunday and then they'd come back and teach monday through thursday yeah now it's spot teaching some camps but it's nutrition it's strength training it's conditioning it's practice sessions two sometimes three times a day where this is now a serious serious business where at the as we were starting to roll into it it was the the money wasn't there to be able to Solely do it. Sure.
1: The last question I've got for you, Chad, is what does the future offer
0: for Chad Edmonds? Uh, <laughs> so hopefully uh, doing more more commentary as, as things grow. Uh, obviously I do stuff here with USA Pickleball. Uh, I do MLP, uh, I do APP. So as it continues to grow, um, I'm, I'm happy that I've kind of got my foot in the door as the, at, the, at the building blocks here um, and hopefully to transition, transition more into uh, the commentary side of it uh, and kind of management side of it.
1: Very so. good. And then uh, the last uh, uh, plug I want you to take is what's the best way for people to get in touch with you about what Peak Pickleball Academy is all about?
0: Yeah, so um, right now if you go to peakpickleballacademy.com. Uh, that's our website for, for Peak Performance. Uh, we're in the transition stage of updating the website, changing around our programming, uh, but the, the, the you can follow us on Facebook uh, at Peak Performance Pickleball Academy. Uh, you can also uh, find us on YouTube with a, with a bunch of instructional videos with Simone judging Pickleball. Uh, we try to add new stuff each week. You can follow. Uh, I don't post much on Instagram. I'm not much of a social media person, but I guess that's going to have to change uh, as, we, as we continue to grow.
1: I told you it was going to be a great day at the future of Pickleball. <laughs> Chad Edwards, thank you very much for the time with thank us you. today. I, appreciate I sure it. appreciate
0: it. Thank you.